0: Alright. Let's get this out of the way first. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed on Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast are solely those of the speakers, guests, and hosts, and do not in any way represent the thoughts or views or opinions of any other employer, partnership, or sponsor. The material and information in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should be used at the listener's discretion. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast. I'm Chris, your host, from Fourth Shift Firefighter, back in the garage. One of the last ones we're gonna do in the garage until I start having more guests over in person. One of the last ones, if you're watching on YouTube, I got a new weight rack back there. It's mouse proof, uh, and the fact that it's much harder for a mouse to climb in that thing and poop all over it. So we're making improvements all the way around. I posted a picture today of the office that has paint on the walls, and Friday we're gonna pick out the desktops that we're gonna kind of build out of the um, glued edge board. So. Big things happening, very excited for it. Uh, as always, if you like the episodes or if you hear an episode or see a clip or something like that you like, the best way to support the show is to share those things. Share the Instagram posts. Uh, if one catches your eye, share the episodes. That's the most helpful thing you can do and thank you so much for doing it. Second best thing you can do is just reach out and say, hey, this is awesome. Someone just messaged me today because I posted the top three episodes of all time for the podcast and there were three female episodes the three female guests for the top three episodes most listened to episodes it was um Vanessa Frost Megan Furlman Kate Foster awesome and then someone reached out and said why isn't Taylor Goodman in the top three I said I don't know I can't I'm not buying listens so I can't make that happen but maybe we'll see we'll see what happens in time but that's the best thing too because I get to pass that on to Taylor I said hey whenever you want to come back you're a fan favorite let's have you back on so one and two is share, reach out to me. And then three, if you're really feeling generous and you want to help the show out, um, there's a donate button. You can support the show, uh, become a producer if you want to call it like that, like a lot of podcasts do. There's a buy me a coffee button on my website on 4th Shift Firefighter and also the show page um, that I kind of post on social media and also in my link bio thing on social media. There's a, a buy me a coffee page and button. You can donate in increments of $3.00. Okay, let's get to the episode. i shooting for a quick one today. And I put a question out there early this morning that I thought of when I was leaving work the other day, but I forgot to do it, so I got it this morning, and it was, what's something you do at work or when, just after work, that makes you happy? And I thought about this because I have a routine that I do after work, time permitting, um, but it's something that I've talked about before. Katie and I kind of agreed that, you know, I, I work Less than 20 minutes from where I live, and depending on the station, less than a third of a mile away from where I live. So, in the morning, if I have a busy shift or I'm tired, if I just got out of there as quick as I could and and shot straight home, not much decompression time and reset time before I go in the door and the kids are just being them awesome selves. Um, So, we built in kind of an understanding like, I might not get home, you know, if, if shift. It's technically over at 7. I'm usually relieved by 6.30, but I'll probably be home around 8. Like I'm going to hang out, have a cup of coffee with the guys, sit around the table and BS for a little bit, and then I'm going to take a shower, um, get back into my going-home clothes, and then come on home. And and then by that time, I'll be ready. I've had a little bit of like an hour to decompress and kind of hang out and not feel like I'm responsible for something. So that's my routine. And I got to tell you, the shower thing, like hanging out at the table and BSing with the guys and uh, seeing people I haven't seen in a while is a lot of fun. The shower is my favorite and it's my favorite because I'm not going to get interrupted by it. We don't run a volunteer or a paid on call department where like I could jump on the rig for just a regular call. Um, It have to be something pretty dire. And even then I'd probably take a accessory piece of equipment with someone else, but um, I'm not going to get interrupted. So a call comes in, that's actually even better. If a call comes in while I'm in the shower, because I get to be like, nope, not doing that and uh, continue to leather. So that's my feel good thing. I do that after a shift. I get to take a shower um, at work and then get get dressed, get changed and go home and, and see everybody and rock and roll. So uh, some of you guys answered, you know, some of you guys like to do a sauna. Some like to go out to, d- to breakfast afterwards and hang out. Um, of course, Matt Spade said he likes to do squats because that's what Matt Spade does. He does squats. Um, so some really good ones. And I really appreciate um, you guys, you guys. Participating in my polls on Instagram. Oh, and then of course I answered mine originally. It said, I like to take a shower. And the first person said, I love getting home and getting hugged by my kids. And I was like, Yeah, okay, me too. Like, thanks. Of course the kid thing, like made me feel bad immediately. All right. Um, but you gotta do something. You gotta do something you don't have to. If you're in a busy department, there's stuff going on, you got stress happening, it's always nice to do something that makes you happy. As you're serving the public, you know, it's a service industry, whether you always want it to be or not. And there's certainly times where I, you know, we would all prefer it not be so much of a service industry, depending on the situations, but it is, it's a service industry and we are there to serve the public. And so it's nice to do something for yourself um, in the midst of serving the public. I encourage you to figure something like that out encourage you to find something that you like and makes you happy during your shift. If you find that shifts are becoming Arduous or just kind of drawn out or stressful or just seems like it's tense, find something that makes you happy. Do that, man. It can be anything, but just do it. Um, another kind of topic I want to talk about, and the last one, quite honestly, I want to talk about fitness a little bit. And uh, don't turn off the episode yet because if you know, if you heard me talk about fitness before, it's very measured. It's very um, easy. Like I, I have my own... Thoughts and feelings about my fitness and what I should be doing and what others should be doing, quite frankly. Um, But my approach to fitness is is a lot softer because um, I understand. I understand how difficult it is to be in this job for 15 years and not sleep a lot of times and want to eat all the food you can and not want to work out and feel apathetic towards um, yourself and your fitness and have excuses and and just feel, you know, like crap. I get it. And so when I approach fitness, it's much less of like the Jocko Hardline stuff. It's much less of let's change your lifestyle and turn you into a new person. It's more much more of what we're gonna talk about now is like what's the least amount of stuff I can do to make myself not die from a heart attack. I thought of that topic because I went on to a popular firefighter website and the first one of the first things I saw was three stories about Uh, firefighters around the country having cardiac arrest. One guy had a cardiac arrest on or had a heart attack leading to a cardiac arrest on a call. And then there was two more that were found either at home or in the station unresponsive that were pronounced dead shortly after. And when I think about those stories, I don't automatically think of like, man, that person needed to go on this diet and start this regimen and reduce this stress and start sleeping more and all. That's way too much. That's not realistic. And who knows what they were doing they might just lost a genetic lottery a lot of times, right? Um, it's not always the most obviously out of shape person who has these issues. So what I want to offer you guys today is just a little bit of like, what can we do to just make ourselves a, like a slightly a, a slightly better and maybe get you 1% on the not heart attack side as opposed to 1% in the heart attack side? And that's all. Not looking to turn you into American Gladiators. Not looking to turn you into Firefighter Combat Challenge participants. What can we do to maybe take the edge off? And hey, if that builds into more momentum, cool. If it doesn't and you stay on the 1% not heart attack side for the next 15 years, that's good too. So let's talk about that. Um, And the first one is realizing that we're busier than ever, work-wise, home-wise, socially probably. Um, But we're also, as you get older and you get busier, usually it's busier mentally and less active physically. And that's a trap we fall into. I can't tell you the number of times that Katie and I hit the couch at the end of the night and were beat, and then we look back and we're like, neither one of us worked out. We just kinda chased the kids around all day. We didn't really do much physically to feel this tired, but we are wiped out. So mentally, we were super busy. It was racing all day long. There was everything, overstimulation happening. Physically, we really didn't do much, um, but we're exhausted, right? Same thing. same thing for general population, especially the same thing for firefighters we 're busy running calls and doing stuff, but the actual physical activity is is generally pretty low, and so we confuse those things those two things frequently of i'm busier than ever, which must mean I'm more active than ever, but unfortunately not we're actually far less active than we um, than we estimate that we are so what we have to do is what I would suggest we do is um, look at the four pillars of wellness, right? Now we've used these before. The pillars of wellness that I use and people use six, nine, I, I sum it down to four because I get to talk about all different kinds of things within those four and then instead of making six individuals, but sleep, nutrition, exercise, and mental health. The first part of this is figure out which one of those four that you actually care about or actually feel like you might actually do something about. There is no use for me to take on nutrition, because I just don't, I don't care about it. Like, I understand it. Katie does a majority of the cooking here, and she's very, very good with that. At work, I eat more junk. Um, I do believe in the old adage that you can't out-fitness a bad diet, like you can't work overwork a bad diet. I definitely believe that. But even still, I keep it in moderation. I'm not gonna go on a very re- restrictive diet because I won't follow it. I don't care. I don't care about nutrition. Um, I'm fortunate not to have to care about it, really, and so why would I spend a bunch of time agonizing over nutrition? I'm not going to do that. Sleep, another one, I care about it, but I, it's also not a modifiable factor for me at this point at work. I can pretend like I'm going to go to bed at 8, night, eight o'clock at night every shift, but I'm not. I'm going to pretend like uh, I won't wake up two or three times overnight regardless of how many calls we get, but I'm not. Um, or But I will, I suppose. So even sleep. Um, sleep at home is good, you know. It is I hate saying it is what it is. That is my number one most hated saying it is what it is. But at this point, sleep is its own thing. I'll be able to tackle it later, maybe, right? Um, Mental health, I could definitely stand (laughs) to improve that and to make some step towards that. But it's scary, so maybe not. And then exercise, that's a comfortable one for me. It's in my wheelhouse. I would much rather... Figure out how to exercise more frequently or better or more efficiently than any of the other four categories, even though mental health should be my number one. That should be something I should be paying way more attention to. And I'm sure Katie would agree, but it seems like a lot of work. And so, um, not right now. So, exercise, exercise it is for me. And you might be sitting there and be like, I'm not doing exercise. Um, I'm not doing mental health. I do like to cook, so maybe I'll do nutrition. One of those four. And that's the key is figure out which one that you're gonna just tweak a little bit to make it better, right? Remember, we're just looking for 1% out of the heart attack range. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. And it really doesn't take that much. That's the other part of this thing is it takes far less than you may expect to get 1% out of the heart attack range, a very, very small amount. So let's keep going with exercise, right? Abandon the thought of the January 1st uh, resolutioner of jumping in with both feet to a twelve hundred dollar gym membership, and you have to pay in full. And I'm here, and I got my new shoes on. And it's crowded, and this sucks. Get out of that mindset. What I'm talking about is like, hey, maybe you maybe you do wear your Apple Watch, and you see like I'm consistently getting three thousand steps a day. Uh, I'm going to try to get seven thousand steps two days out of the week. That is what I'm talking about. A small improvement, a few times a week. And believe it or not, that might get you 1% out of heart attack range. It's just, it really is that easy a lot of times. I'm not saying it's going to be logistically easy or physically easy. You might, you might be sore from getting an extra 4,000 steps. That's a very real possibility. But you're only doing it two times a week. It's all of a sudden more doable. I'm not telling you to wake up at 5 o'clock, do a cold plunge, do 500 burpees, run, run to work, and then work for your 24-hour shift. That's not what I want. Take a look a couple times a week you get a few more steps that might get you one percent out of cardiac arrest one percent out of heart attack range okay and so i got three things written down here um of like one two three how to do this thing right one is just what i talked about do that extra thing one or two times a week and steps is an easy one Uh, riding the stationary bike. I'm just pointing at it because it's here. Riding a stationary bike for half an hour. If you've never ridden a stationary bike at all, riding it for half an hour twice a week is a 200% improvement on anything you've ever done with that before. I mean, not a math guy, not sure if that's right, but why can it be wrong? The second thing is diversify your easy things, right? Um, I got, fortunately, I have like three things that I alternate doing when I don't feel like working out? Well, one of them is working out. To be physically active, I have like three things that I can alternate between depending on how I'm feeling. I'm going to work out, which that is its own universe of possibilities, right? You can do the bike thing like I just talked about for 30 minutes, the stairmaster, the stair stepper. You can do squats. You can do anything, right? That's its own thing. But then I also like going biking. Like I have my super awesome gravel bike over there that I try to get a bunch of miles in. And then I like doing jujitsu. I like doing it the wrong way, which is showing up once a week, maybe, maybe once every couple of weeks, and having a good time with my friends and rolling around and and uh, getting caught a bunch of times. Not great for progressing in the sport or learning a lot, but great for getting a workout in and having camaraderie and going to do something physical, right? So the second part of this is diversify. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. You don't have to do something that. Every time you do it, you have to add on or carve out extra time or do something like that. Maybe it's the stationary bike, walking and hanging from the pull-up bar for two minutes. Maybe that's your three things, right? Hanging from the pull-up bar, just a straight arm hang. There's books about how awesome that is for you. If you do that for two minutes, a couple times a week, again, 200% increase over any time you've done that before. That might get you the 1% on the good side of not having a heart attack, okay? And the three thing is, remember that's what we're doing. The three thing. I'm a pretty smart guy. The third thing is, C. C is, remember what we're doing. We're looking for a slight improvement. We're looking to take the edge off of what we're doing now. Dull the knife a little bit that's cutting into us after every shift or because of our job. Do those little things, very small time investment, Maybe a very small effort investment, quite honestly, depending on where you're starting from. Slight improvement. That's the goal for this one. And maybe over time you get to like one of them. Maybe you do like the stationary bike and you're like, I think I want a real bike. And then you get into road biking or gravel biking or mountain biking or something awesome like that. Maybe you do do a straight arm hang from the pull-up bar a couple times a week and then you start working on pull-ups because you're there already. Might as well start pulling up, right? Any facet of that, maybe once you start going now with this, the hope of maybe slight improvement and just not feeling terrible once in a while, maybe that grows, maybe that grows. There's always the uh, assimilation of your diet and your lifestyle to money, right? Um, what we're talking about here is that old thing where it's like put a dollar in your bank account every day from you, when, you just, when you're two years old and you'll have $3 million when you're 25. Again, math guy. That's what we're talking about here. We're not investing $3,000 a week in extreme fitness or hammering down in like expensive nutrition stuff or, or anything like that. What we're talking about is just $1 a day, $1 a day, $1 a day. Sometimes you might spend $6 in one day and you got negative $3, but you are just gonna keep putting that dollar in and maybe it'll just add back up. And over the course, you're not gonna make a ton of money. I guess that goes against my example, but you're gonna break even or be a couple bucks ahead and that's what we're talking about a couple dollars, a couple percents, 1% on the good side of not having a heart attack. Was that measured enough? Was that soft enough? I know I've said these things before and people's immediate reaction is like, well, that sounds like an underachieving mindset, or that sounds like someone who is comfortable with mediocrity. Like, well, that's where a lot of us are starting from. We're starting from mediocrity. So yeah, if we can get a couple percents better than mediocre, mediocrity, mediocrity, I think it's, why does it sound weird when I say it now? Anyways. Fine. If that's when you want to call it and you want to hard charger it into the dirt because you don't think that's hardcore enough, then don't do it. I mean, you're probably doing more than you need to in the worst way right now, anyways. Anyways, hope you guys dig it. If you like the episodes, like I said, share them. That's the best thing you can do, that helps a ton. Um, I'm doing more shorts on YouTube and figuring out how to edit down just into like 15, 20, 30 second segments on YouTube, sharing shorts do that you can reach out and say hey this is awesome or hey this is terrible I'll take either one I live for scratches behind the ears and uh, if you really feel generous go on the buy me a coffee page for the fourth shift firefighter and donate some coffee money thank you guys for hanging out next week I think we might be in the studio the upstairs office studio very excited about that let's all keep working on being more capable and durable both on the job and away from it and be a fourth shift firefighter